Brian King. You're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian King. I say, I say, you're on the road with Dr. Brian King. Hey, I'm Trivi Trollope, and you're on the road with Dr. Brian King. Hi, this is Nikki Tina, and you're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian. Folks, this is Dr. Brian King. Uh, once again, I'm on the road, and uh, this time I'm, I'm recording from uh, the, the wonderful great city of Dallas, Texas. I'm here with my my usual co-host and co cohort, and no, co-host, that's it. Co-host, co you're also a cohort uh, in, in, in many ways. Uh, and the lovely, uh, the talented, uh, the the ever-present uh, Sarah Bollinger. Hello, Sarah. I'm, I'm, hello, you say that like you're annoyed, ever-present. <laughs> You know, how's a guy going to be jeeping on his girl if his girl's always around? That's what I'm saying. You don't. You've no. got a convertible that's open and transparent. <laughs> uh, and uh, who we got today? Who, who we got in the studio? Well, we have Alyssa, of course. Uh, the baby Alyssa, yes. chilling. We have our guest dog, Ace. Right. We got Ace over here, who's and been a good dog companion to Alyssa. Uncle Johnny, a.k.a. John King. That's right. Folks, my brother is our guest today. How you doing, John? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I mean, I think it, it's more like things for having us. Yeah, it is. It is kind of your living room. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for letting me sit on my couch. John has been really nice enough to to let Sarah and me and the baby uh, take over his bedroom for the past few days while he's been crashing on his couch. Uh, <laughs> You got a comfy couch, though, man. Yeah, I enjoy it. You know, even when uh, the bed's available, I sleep out here sometimes. Yeah, no, I would. Man, I'd be out here all the time, man. I saw. I heard you last night. You were watching nothing but uh, uh, how it should have ended episodes. <laughs> no, I thought you guys would turn the TV off when you went to bed. I never uh, watched it. Oh, so you fell asleep with it on? You went to bed first. I went to bed second. We both left Sarah out here and... Apparently, the TV was just left on. Oh, wow. Because I, I was in the other room. I was going, man, he's watching all of those episodes. <laughs> it, no, I went to bed in the other room, the, our guest room, which is outfitted with uh, a camping air mattress and a sleeping bag. <laughs> That's where I fell asleep last roughing night. Roughing it in your own room. Yeah, I was roughing it in. Well... My girlfriend recently moved out and uh, took most of her bed. What a jerk. And so left me with just a mattress and a sleeping bag. But she moved out, but she's still your girlfriend, right? Or... Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I mean, it's even better when you don't live with your girlfriend. Oh, it's man, let me tell you. A relationship. I know, because they're not, they're not always present. Yeah. That's the thing. The problem Having... is the ever-presence <laughs> ever. of girlfriend. It's great. <laughs> The relationship. It's tough, man. Yeah. We're all, every day, everywhere you look, there she is. Everywhere you go, there she is. It's right. tough. It's even better because now she has to like text me when she's coming over. Right. I mean, you know, I'm you didn't give friends. her a key to the place, did you? No, I changed Good. the locks. Yeah, actually. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's strength, it strengthens the relationship if, if they can't get in the house. It's tra- um, you know what I find? Course. You know what I find strengthens the relationship? It strengthens the arms as and they I, pound on the door. What I, find, what I find really helps the relationship is if you move and don't give them the new address. <laughs> it really strengthens the relationship. 
So I'm, uh, I'm legally go- changing my in the process of changing my name <laughs> and getting a little bit of plastic surgery on my face. Now that's gonna strengthen the relationship strengthen big the relationship, time. Big time. Yeah. See, this is the stuff that girls don't know. They don't yeah. get this. They think they want you gotta be all close. You know. Uh uh-uh. uh. The further away, the better. If you're in a different state, even better. That's a yeah. strong relationship. <laughs> Absolutely. They think if they see you every day, that's what they want. That's yeah, no, no. Nah, nah, they don't really want that because we, we do nasty stuff every day, man. Like, Sarah would never see my ass if she only saw me, like, once a week. Yeah, you'd, uh, be, yeah. Like, you'd be the date Brian. You'd exactly. Be the date, version. date Brian is so much nicer. My yeah. manners are awesome when I'm on a date. But yeah. if I'm just going to dinner with my girlfriend, you know, yeah. I'm gonna be farting, picking my nose, uh, yeah. you know, scratching my balls. Uh, what, what's the version you call that? What? <laughs> there's Dave Brian, and then there's uh, and then there's the Brian that sits guy. around yeah. eating cold barbecue without a shirt on. That's right. <laughs> Which version is that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, so dude, I, I gotta since you're on on the podcast, you're finally on the podcast. I know I've been waiting. I gotta I gotta say something. Who got, so who got bumped? So uh, well, we we had a whole list of people in <laughs> Dallas that we were. <laughs> so, but I gotta say, like every time I post a photo with you, there's all these chicks who follow my Facebook who like, oh, John is your your brother is so hot. Yeah, right, like, and if it's the three cute. of us, they make comments and they're yeah. like, uh, Sarah, did you choose properly? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh. <laughs> no. So, uh, so here's your here's your time to to, to say to say something. Uh, the girls out there, the people, the chicks who follow my Facebook, and uh, they they want to know about who you are. What's the man behind this myth, this mystery? <laughs> tell tell us a little bit of something about yourself. Read us your Tinder profile, if you have one. Uh, you can bring it up. <laughs> you should be able to find me. It's up at the men and women. <laughs> I should pop up first. Uh, I don't have an active Tinder profile. I got a blacklisted. Apparently, um, there's too many complaints, and when that happens, they remove your uh, too many complaints, your John. What'd you do? Yeah, yeah what'd you do? How does I mean, that work? I've never been on Tinder. Yeah, these people. I don't know. Somehow they're just complaining. Basically, I say something that they just they disagree with, and uh, then they complain and. Say I um, solicit too much. I don't know. They don't give you like a good amount of feedback. Yeah, uh, so this is oh, okay. So besides that, then what these 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 people that follow me, they want to know what are you into? Sunsets, long walks I in think the this park. Is, this is poor interviewing questions because you're just leave, leaving it open ended, man. I would prefer like more pointed. <laughs> All right. Topical All right. Do you like sunsets? <laughs> I love sunsets, man. How do you feel about long walks in the park? Well, how long? My legs get tired after a certain. <laughs> uh, are you the kind of person that's comfortable going out in a in a, to a, to a night in the town, or sometimes do you want to stay at home and just watch <laughs> movies on TV? <laughs> I'm still thinking about the length of the, of the walk. <laughs> I would say anything over a mile is too much. Like if it's a mile or under in a park. You know, if you're going for a, lo- a walk in the park, it shouldn't be. You shouldn't break a sweat. Yeah, you should not break saying, a sweat. You know? Can I bring my dog? Uh, I don't know. It depends on the chick. If it's yeah. a dog-friendly park and it's under a mile, I'm good with it. Yeah. What if it, What if it's sunny? What if I it's do hot? like sunsets, um, especially when they're beautiful. <laughs> I hate those ugly sunsets. Well, that magic hour, though. Be careful. You well, know what that magic hour seen, does. <laughs> I've seen sunsets that like paint the sky in like just tremendous colors, and then I've seen sunsets that just kind of like you know it just gets dark. Yeah. There's a sun. It's doing its thing. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do appreciate the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I do. It's annoying sometimes. It gets too bad. All right, what do you like better, the sun or the moon? <coughs> oh, definitely the moon. <laughs> I mean, gravity, right? <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> I mean, all the sun does is give you vitamin D. If it <laughs> wasn't for the moon, we would gravity. have no waves. Yeah, we would have wave. no tides, yeah. you know? I'm a big wave guy. Nobody would be showing their asses to people unexpectedly. The thing I hate with waves is that like when I'm when I'm watching it, when I'm at the at the beach and I got my uh, seat next to uh, just on the sand and I'm enjoying a view of the ocean, and then the tide rolls in, I get I got to scoop back every couple of minutes. Right, That's right. That's the time I really hate. That is that kind of annoying, you know. Or you like, can just or you can just sit there and get wet. Then I'm like, f you, moon. That's when the sun wins. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the moon is just irritating me. So the moon will will get your butt wet. And the sun will dry it off. Yeah, sun dries it off. I like the vitamin yeah, D. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they work together in that yeah. way. What's your favorite? Uh, I'm partial to the moon. I like the moon because yeah. the sun, you know what? The moon has never burnt my skin. Yeah, that's true. Not once. I have never, nobody has ever reported a moon burn. Yeah. Not once. Yeah, the sun's definitely killed people. Yeah. Yeah, the sun's a murderer. <laughs> Plus... Uh, at the you know when it comes down to things, I mean, which one has the potential to kill us? You know, people, scientists say yeah. that the sun, that the Earth's gonna fall into the sun. Definitely. The they sun. don't say anything about the moon kicking our butts. The problem is we don't even know if the sun's still there. It could have burned out a long time ago, and we're just looking at remnants of its light. We're looking at old light. Yeah, the yeah. moon's close enough to know like it's still there. We've had people on yeah, it. Yeah. Well, allegedly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so enough about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking. How about Dallas? I'm <laughs> <laughs> speaking speaking of of conspiracy theories you know we went to the sixth floor yesterday where jfk was was shot from yeah allegedly that's a pretty uh, it, was, it was a very interesting uh, uh tour uh, so what'd you think of that sarah well it was interesting i didn't get too much of the conspiracies because i had this little conspiracy on my hands over here screaming she didn't want me to know are you talking about her baby is that yeah. is that you're you're calling her a little conspiracy yeah i don't think the audience caught, <laughs> caught that but. oh a little conspiracy you guys conspired to have a baby <laughs> we did we made all sorts of clandestine plans <laughs> but then it actually happened so not all conspiracy theories are False. That's true, but yeah, no, it's a. It, it's for those of you listening. Uh, if you haven't uh, been to Dallas, uh, obviously Dallas is is the place where Kennedy was assassinated. But they have a, a wonderful museum set up in the uh, book depository building where it actually took place, and it's all about his legacy and, of course, the event and and uh, the, the the aftermath. It's uh, it's very well done, very tasteful, and very informative. I've been several times, but it's been like maybe a couple of decades since my last visit. So I wanted to take Sarah. And apparently uh, she was busy with a little conspiracy. It might sound super old if it's been a couple of decades since you've been. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. well, you also did live here when you were quite young. Yeah, I know, true, I know. You could have been three. I don't remember. Uh, I know I've been... Uh, I know I've been recent, more recent than the last time I lived in Texas, but I don't know when it was, the last time I went yeah. to the museum. I like that they have an X right on the street where yeah. you can see the uh, actual spot that the, uh, yeah, he was cool. hit. Yeah, and you can drive across it and pretend like someone's shooting at you. And then you, know. you have all the theorists kind of outside. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's kind of a crazy you walk thing. around Dealey Plaza, yeah, you walk around Dealey Plaza, you go to the grassy knoll, and there's... It, it, 
five minutes, no, no longer than five minutes being there, is something I'll walk up to you and be like, so I got a theory, you know? Yeah. Well, it's fascinating, man. It's a fascinating piece of history, for sure. It is. It's I mean, he, he was a different president. Yeah. He had different characteristics, different policies. He was a very, uh, well... He was our first TV president. Yeah, Well, he was Younger banging Marilyn Monroe. And he was a... Dude, his brother was also banging Marilyn yeah. yeah, they were two-timing them, just like yeah. you and I have two-timed many girls over the course of our history. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why do you think we had a DNA test with this little baby? <laughs> the thing is, is that our DNA is so close <laughs> that we still don't know. It's uh, one of us is the father. Yeah. Did you know that there was a, a, a set of identical twins uh, that, that was, was a... Uh, <laughs> They were convicted of murder, or actually, they were they were accused of murder, and uh, and it was it was shown without a doubt, without a doubt, that one of them did it. Like that, like there's no question that one of them did it, but neither would confess to the crime, and the because they can't they couldn't pin it D, the DNA evidence on one specifically because they were identical twins, they went free. Uh, oh really? Yeah. So if you ever want to commit murder, make sure you have a twin. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. It's just because you can't pinpoint which one. Right, like because like because whoever you chip, whoever you choose to, to to serve for the crime is you have a 50-50 chance of being wrong. That's why twins are always pulling the like switcheroo. Oh, on, totally, uh, man. Teachers and classes at a young age. Yeah, yeah. Where it all starts. So having a twin, you know, get you out of prison for committing murder. Uh, too bad OJ. You so know. you say impossible deniability. Just go ahead and commit whatever crime you want. <laughs> Pretty much. Unless you're caught in the act. If you're caught in the act, then it's clearly you that did it, you know. But if you're not, if it's if it's evidence-based, you know, uh, uh, accusations. So speaking of OJ, he's free now. What do you guys think of that? Oh, I'm so glad. I actually really, uh, uh, you know, it, I, it bothers me that OJ was in jail for some... No, I don't... What a jerk. <laughs> I just find it hard to believe that the guy that was in Naked Guns was also a murderer. Yeah, no, yeah, was, it was. Yeah. to imagine that guy stabbing somebody. I what I really don't like is that fact that because he allegedly killed his wife, there will never be another Naked Gun movie. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Well, plus the Liam Neeson died, so uh, that right. also. Yeah, but that but before he died, there was possibility of another one. And then O.J. went and killed his wife, and then, yeah. uh, you know, that's it. He, he screwed the whole franchise. Because really, those movies were hysterical. They yeah, were so they were, good. They were amazing. Did you ever see the Naked Gun movie, Sarah? Oh, uh, yes, I I like the movie so good. Don't though. ask me details, because you know my memory for movies. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that O.J., uh, the one, uh, when you watch those movies, O.J. has in, impeccable comedic timing. Yeah, he's great. And he has, like, he's and he awesome makes great facial expressions. I mean, he's so funny in that movie, you know? Yeah. I'll watch him today, and I almost forget he's a murderer. Yeah. Just because they're so funny. Yeah, so I don't know, man. It's too bad there's too much of that in the news today. Murderers and molesters. Oh, and, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, murder and molesting. <laughs> Boy, this it's podcast so, really went to it took a downturn. <laughs> it's, so, it's so trendy now. Yeah, that's when you're not topical. It's a, it's a murdering, molesting trend out there. Everybody's doing it. It's just awful. Weinstein, Weinstein's it's, out there doing stuff in plants. It's the it's the it's the the, the, the double M. It's the M M&M and M threat, murder and molestation. Yeah, that's awful. All right, so we don't want to talk about that stuff, man. 
So we're on the road. We're here in this beautiful city of Dallas. Uh, John, you've been living in Dallas for a long time. Man. I have. What do you like about this city? I like that it's warm. Yeah. That's predominantly what I like about it. I you know, like it's it's warm. also warm pretty much everywhere else in the Southwest. Yeah, well, I like all those places also. I just happen to be here. Uh, I like that it's warm. There's, you know, there's enough to do. I'm not a guy who like does a million things. I mean, I, I, I work out, I play volleyball, I, I go to a couple of restaurants, and, and that's it, man. So, you know, yeah. I, I like that. It has plenty for me to do. Um, the skyline is beautiful. Yeah. I will say, yeah, of all the cities we've been to, it really does have a beautiful skyline. It's like it's literally the most impressive skyline. Maybe, I mean, like, as far as like just beauty, but like, you know, obviously New York skyline, Chicago, are bigger. But the yeah, lights, it's like the light up, the lit shapes. up buildings and the shapes, the reunion tower and a ball on top of it. So they replaced the lights on a lot of those buildings. So they have the new, uh, the Hyatt um, uh-huh. hotel that has the light show on the side. They replaced the Bank of America lights to compete with the Hyatt, sort of. Or oh, yeah. Like, beautiful, too. Yeah, Omni. Oh, that's what I was thinking of, the Omni. Um, Omni, the Bank of America, and the Reunion Tower, they've all just recently dumped a whole lot of cash into reconfiguring their lights so they could all kind of match. So when there's, like, sports the teams. Mobile, Pegasus, or whatever that is on right. there. What is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So, wait, when sports cool. teams play, they can all well, light them example. up? Well, it's just an example. Like, if there's a cause or something, or Valentine's Day, they're all pink, or, if, you know, if the, oh, that's kinda cool. if the Cowboys win, it's all blue. Is it, cool. and like, do they do the orange for UT? Yeah, they do orange for UT. Nice. Um, yeah. Was that here that we saw that funny sign the other day that was like, buckle up, something, something, and then go, whatever the team was? Buckle up, something, something, go, whatever the team really was. <laughs> yeah. This, this is why people tune into like, our podcast. Up, don't drive, drink and drive. And then oh, like, yes, no. yes, yes. So uh, we, as we were driving up. Was promoting a team. No, yeah, no, no. But, but you know, okay, okay. so you know like those temporary signs they put up on the highway for construction, right? Where there was this one, you know, blinking that said, buckle up, drive safe, hook them horns. <laughs> <laughs> That's the De- Texas Department of Safety is putting yeah. out hook'em horns on the highway, which I so, thought was hilarious. So Texas is uh, huge on sports. Dallas is a huge sports town. I'm not particularly uh, that into sports myself, but it is huge here. So every year there's a Texas OU game, and it just happened last weekend, so that's what that was no. about. And so billions of people from all over Texas and Oklahoma come and... Um, just wear their colors and walk around and get drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's and you know I'm a UT grad. You're a UT grad, so we, we kind of have that Longhorn pride happening. Uh, I, I've told my I've told Alyssa that our daughter uh, is uh, I told Sarah our daughter Alyssa is uh, is is she's she's free to go to any college she wants to as long as it's UT. Currently sharing the rubber duck with the dog, so I'm not <clears> so sure where she's going. <laughs> yeah. So Brian and I were never like we, we were never a football game attenders, but we did like to express our allegiance with our school. So what we came up with was cold longhorns. <laughs> Where you do for all, for people listening, the longhorn is uh is your your two middle fingers are down, your thumbs in it, and your pointer and your pinky are sticking out like a longhorn, right? Yeah, so, it's like the "I love you" sign with your thumb in, uh, inside your hand. 
So everybody, you know, does that to express their pride in Longhorns. Brian and I would take that a step further when we were driving. We would we would lick the edges of our pointer finger and our pinky like this. Eyebrows. Like this. Like this. Uh huh. Uh And then stick it out. When it was cold out, okay. and then the, the wind touching the saliva on the fingers would make it cold, and we would go, cold longhorns, <laughs> instead of go longhorns. That's pretty stupid. We were, um, we were hilarious. We were. Oh, you thought you we were. were oh, man, are you kidding me? That was like a comedy duo <laughs> in the mix right there. <laughs> cold longhorns. So John and I, the reason why we did that is so we used to take all these road trips together, mainly in like the Christmas holidays. Where we would drive from Texas up to New York to be with our family. Yeah, that's true. And so, so you leave Texas, which is like hot and warm and beautiful in, 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 in the winter. And as we would drive north, it would progressively get colder and colder. And we started playing this game called Freeze Out. <laughs> Do you remember Freeze Out? Yeah, Freeze Out was great. Yeah, Freeze Out was awesome. Freeze Out was a way to keep ourselves awake, too, while we were driving for so long. But... But what we would do a freeze out is we would both take off our shirts. I've heard this, yeah. We should play freeze out no. as we drive to the north. Uh, so we would take our shirts off and we'd be sitting in the front of the car and we would turn on the AC full blast and then we would roll down to all the windows. <laughs> and and yeah, at one point we had a mister where we would mist each other. Uh, so we would spray water yeah. on each other. As we're driving through like freezing cold uh, temperatures, you know, like it's it's really cold outside. Well, it's, it's a game, so the first one to complain or roll up the window or turn the AC off is a puss. Nobody <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it it wanted to be a puss. It was an endurance test. That's what it was. Survivor of this. We tried to do heat out in the summer one time. Yeah, heat out just doesn't work, Max. You got to put on a giant winter coat and sit sit there in the heat. Yeah, we also had a game called Find the Nipple, which is really cool. Yeah, Find the Nipple is fun. But freeze out. Who was we? Who was the first chick to play freeze out with us? I forget. But I she remember. was. I remember. I was. I was kind of impressed with her because she. She like stripped down to her bra, sitting in the back seat, and she. she I think she even won. She, she was like. Because we, you and I were just freezing. Well, like, it's, it's probably the back seat, so the air, the air draft coming in from the windows. Yeah. I, mean, oh, I don't know. If you have the front to the back, I think it's pretty cool. I feel like girls no, just have, uh, uh, girls are just stronger. More body fat. Also. More body fat, yeah, but they're she also. She had the bra on and we were shirtless. Yeah. She had the bra on and we were totally shirtless. I mean, That's true. She had that clothes. I don't know if that bra helped. Probably not. I mean. Find the nipple was also a fun game. What you do is you hold out your shirt with your hand. Yeah, so you like you take your shirt and hold it away from your body, uh-huh. you know, so there's some there's a gap. You and know. then you do shake them up. You shake them up. <laughs> <laughs> so shaking them up means that you contort your your body in such a way. <laughs> You try to contort your body underneath your t-shirt yeah. so that nobody knows where your nipple is. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me just tell you, Alyssa will win that game. <laughs> Alyssa can find a freaking oh, nipple. Oh, but, it, but it's in the least amount of tries. Yeah. So you, you Alyssa have to take, will win that game. You take your finger and you push it to skin, and if it's not a nip, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a try. That was fun. I think all of these games started just so we could get girls to, like... 
Find the nipples probably so we can touch girls. Yeah, we like to touch girls. Oh, so we can get girls to take their clothes off. Oh, man, are you kidding? I must have been like, I don't know, early college maybe. This Pretty is much a, every hobby that guys invent is just to see girls naked, I, I think. The only reason I have this podcast is so I can see girls naked. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know how it'll work because it really hasn't gotten a lot of naked girls yet. Well, except for me breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Sarah will breastfeed on our podcast. Uh, oh, yeah? I mean, think about it. Like, Brian's been through photography. Photography is all about seeing girls naked. Body painting. Body yeah. painting is all about seeing girls naked. Uh, getting my PhD in human sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about seeing girls naked. Yeah. And all of his preferred uh, annual events like Fantasy Fest and Mardi Gras. Yep. And look at you, man. You play volleyball all the time. Uh, it's like, so girls are half naked. Yeah, they're half naked. That's why I know. I mean, you don't play a sport where chicks wear lots of clothes. Yeah, that's true. You know? Even Sarah got into occupational therapy just to see people naked. Yeah. No, not so much. I work in geriatrics, so not so much. <laughs> I think Sarah went, you went around things all wrong. Not so much. <laughs> Speaking of geriatrics, uh, I was reading about Jerry Lewis uh-huh. the other day. Do you know he has a, he had a movie that he's the, he had the sole rights to? Yeah, and he didn't like it, so it never came out. It was about he played a clown that led children to concentration camps to the gas chamber in Nazi Germany. Yep. And it was so horrible that he has the only copy and he's never shown anyone. Well, you know he he died, right? So it, there's a possibility that that might surface now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I can't even imagine what a messed up movie that is. Well, supposedly he plays it like a decent guy who gets, uh, he has a choice between being killed or leading kids to uh, their deaths, and he chooses mm-hmm. the latter. So it's very, it's a moral dilemma. Really yeah, it's a moral it dilemma. Yeah. And, you know, Jerry Lewis is probably making some goofy faces. Yeah, he's like, oh, hey, lady, <laughs> I want to go to the concentration camp. That's my Jerry Lewis impression. Yeah. That's, uh, I think oh, that's, speaking of naked girls, yeah. we got one in the room. Who? Oh, who? Oh, hey, uh, Sarah's boob just got popped out. Yep. Ever since my daughter has, has been born, my my uh, anybody who's close to me has seen my girlfriend's boobs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my parents uh, have seen their boobs, and you know it's funny when when Sarah would breastfeed, like Dad would leave the room, uh, you know, but now he breaks out the camera. No, <laughs> he's, <not. laughs> he's still about fifty percent of the time leaves the room. <laughs> hey, Alyssa. I like when Alyssa doesn't drink, and then we're just looking at know, Sarah's boob hanging out. Like, I'll be in public. I'm like, I don't mind publicly breastfeeding, child, but you know, I don't feel like just flashing for no reason. <laughs> so there's controversy kind of, over kind of public just, breastfeeding. Yeah, she's kind of distracted. Have you, has, uh, have you been the recipient of any like um, comments? Once, really. Clearly, you haven't been listening to our podcast. Yeah, no, only once, really. I've had a couple people, you know, they give me looks. Well, I shouldn't say once, a couple times. It's been older women, interestingly enough, and um, based on people who I've talked to who are like lactation nurses and things uh-huh. like that, they believe that comes from the fact that doctors used to tell, a certain generation, the doctors used to tell women, 
not breastfeed. Yeah. And so they feel that besides the fact of traditional values, it may be a thing of, uh, you know, like jealousy, jealousy. a little bit because oh, they weren't okay. able to do that with their children. Okay. Um, so it's ridiculous, that, though, that they that even there would be anybody anti-breastfeeding at any point in history. I mean, it's... It's ridiculous. It's so obviously what you're supposed to be doing with your body, you know. And then the other case, um, I was sitting at a Barnes and Nobles kind of where the cafe they had a nice bar up in Minneapolis, and there was this gentleman sitting at the end, um, speaking to somebody, and he didn't directly address me, but he was speaking loudly enough that I could hear him, and he told. Um, the hostess or waitress or whatever at the time said, mm. you know, excuse me, that's really offensive to me. I'm really offended by that. Could you go talk to her and tell her to stop it? And uh, and I was really surprised too because there was no way you could even possibly see. It was just totally a suggestion. I had my hair covered yeah. the top no, it's of ridiculous. me. I yeah. had that red jacket covering both sides of me, and her head was directly in front of me. That's just stupid. That's just stupid. And so she said, which I thought was awesome, oh, sure, yeah, no, it's better if you don't say anything. I'll say something to her. I'll take care of it. So she said that and appeased him, never came and said a single word to me. Okay. Uh, and in Minnesota, actually, because I'm always curious about. But you know that that happened because she came over and said, "Hey, I'm not." Nah, she heard it. No, she heard she it. You heard it. He, I heard it. Okay. And she never ever came over and said a thing to me. In Minnesota, actually, there's like two or three laws that actually protect women about mm. breastfeeding in public. Um, I always look it up because I'm curious. Yeah, I always look it up because I want to go wherever there are naked boobs to be seen. You know. I, I feel that we're we're so gravitated as people towards just being wanting to be outraged about something all the time. Yeah. That's true too, but this has been ongoing, and Minnesota in particular was a very uh, key front of women's rights, actually. So we we have already uh, blown through almost uh, a half hour. We uh, haven't really talked about Dallas. No, so let's talk more about Dallas. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> tell so us more about. Me, uh, tell I'll, us. I'll give my perspective. Go for uh, it. For me, you know, we've been through Dallas several times. Oftentimes, we're visiting John, or we're really just using it as a hub transportation point. Which I love Dallas for that point that it's you know such a great central location to get other places. Um, but this trip in particular, I've come to like it more so. You know, it's got its cool little trendy spots like Deep Ellum, which I knew about before. This time we went to the State Fair, which is awesome. And Brian, that was your first time at a State Fair ever, right? I was. We went to the Texas State Fair. That was really cool. And uh, we went Wednesday, I believe, so it wasn't overcrowded. It was really chill, relaxed environment. It has all your typical things of State Fairs, you know, the fried foods and your show exhibits with yep. animals and things to sell and whatnot. Yeah, we had, uh, I mean, when we first walked in, they, I mean, I knew they have crazy foods and stuff at State Fair. As we first walked in, there was a bacon uh, margarita. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, Psh, I gotta have that, man. But yeah, and then this trip, though, I learned about a few other neighborhoods. Lower Greenville. Yeah, yeah, Lower Greenville. Last um, time we came through, I took you to McKinney Avenue, which you really, you really liked as well. Right. And, that, yeah. and that new area that has right. been developed around the park. Uh, Dallas is a cool city, it's got a lot to offer. Right, right. So, I mean, it's whether, it, you know, the kind of, well, it can get humid here, but drier oh, compared to something like. You know, down in near Mexico, where my parents used to live, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not quite as humid. You know, it doesn't rain as much, so you have a lot of outdoor kind of chill activities. It's warm, like you said. Yeah. 
I think Dallas is Dallas is cool. I like it, and I haven't I haven't moved for a lot of, a lot of reasons. The southern hospitality kind of feeling, and uh, so Alyssa's duck is destroyed. Yeah, no, I noticed. That's okay. Oh man. She gave it to him, and I let him have it. We're going to Vegas again. We can get another Vegas duck. Uh oh, sorry, Alyssa. So Dallas is great. It's a pretty city, right? It has a good skyline. It has great restaurants and and cool neighborhoods. Has a few man-made lakes if you like boating and, and stuff like that. It even has like bike trails if you seek them out. Plenty of parks. Um, it's a cool city. It has, it has and it's close to you know small towns like Grapevine. And, well, that's the Fort thing Worth too. It's like, like uh, Dallas is part of this a massive Dallas-Fort Worth metro area, which includes like all kinds of cool stuff to do. Man, I mean, like I I don't know. It's just a it's just a very unique part of the United States, really. There's, uh, there's a lot crammed into the, to this area. I feel yeah. like it's easier to be a resident than a tourist here. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think there's a lot of touristy things to do. But, I mean, well, as a tourist, a as a tourist, I mean, like the major draw is the JFK a museum. But then you have, like, there's an, there's an art museum that's decent, but not a reason to visit the city, you know. Perot, we yeah, the Perot, but that's still a science museum. Right. I mean, it's nice, but that's still like not a reason to visit. Like the Bush Library, right? Yeah, the Bush Library uh, is just is newly opened up, but there's like crap loads of barbecue and, and places. Where was and, that and park we went to last time? That was really the Wild cool. Park. Oh, yeah, the yeah. And then of course there's uh, like Six Flags in Arlington. There's there's stockyards, uh, stockyards in Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's like, the Wax Museum next to Six Flags. Yeah, I mean it's like you know, so that's where the tourists are going to be going. But it's just a, it's a fun town. It's a good place, and I like it. And Alyssa likes it, and that's important. What are your key criticisms of Dallas, Annie? Uh, I don't know. Prices, I guess, like many other big cities. Um, I don't know if I really, I don't know if I blame Dallas. Is it's pretty affordable compared to a lot of places. So I, I've seen I've seen the cost of living skyrocket since I've been yeah. here. Yeah. Um, it it's taking on price tags that are similar to other places that don't have the amount of land Dallas has. Like oh, yeah? When you look at new condos and new buildings, um, things, are, things are becoming very, very priced out. Um, and that's that's a couple factors of, you know, it's a big economy, so you got like affluent people coming in and you have gentrification going out. You have that a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think it's more affordable than other cities. Yeah, so. no, I'd say so. And as far as you know, I think actually, if if I did have, yeah, if I did have a criticism of Dallas, it's not just it's not Dallas. It's just uh, this part of the world tends to be very conservative and yeah. very uh, Bible thumping. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And uh, and I got nothing. I got no problem with religious people, but I just uh, it, here it's very in your face. There's lots of anti-abortion billboards all over. You know. It's, uh, so there's that, and then we're gonna go into Oklahoma as soon as we leave here, and that of course is just you know that, that's like the buckle of the Bible Belt, you know. It's a challenge too, being somebody like um, I'm agnostic and you know I, I lean yeah. liberally and conservatively, and so you know I, it, it's it's difficult to find a community that aligns with your viewpoints here for sure. That's right. Because I think the assumption is uh, you're you're one of the many. But my my impression of Dallas over the past ten years in particular, uh, because you know again not being a resident, but I used to I used to be a resident of Austin and I and very familiar with Dallas, and I've seen Austin change incredibly over the past couple of decades, ever since I left. Like Austin has become more cosmopolitan, more expensive, and more uh, just more, you know. Dallas, on the other hand, I think is becoming a lot more like Austin. 
because I don't know. I don't know what if it's just. Uh, yeah, I think it's becoming like uh, because Austin's now crazy expensive. All the artists and all the the, the, the type of people no, that were previously attracted to Austin. Portland, yeah, like I think they're moving to Dallas and making Dallas cool because like Deep <laughs> Ellum is seeing a resurgence, Greenville yeah, is seeing baby. a resurgence. You know what I mean? Like all these areas. It just seems like there's a lot of creative people moving here, and I don't know if it has to do with the fact that Austin is too expensive and they're leaving Austin or what, but it just seems like it just seems like it's tur- it's going in the right direction, you know? Yeah, I've seen Deep Ellum go from uh, just not the board up warehouse district to like what what it is right now, like a real thriving art community, which is cool. Yeah. There's also an arts district that's cool. There's a lot of stuff. What? So no, just your, watch your time and the baby alarm is oh, ticking. Oh, we're about to be we're about to wrap this up. We're just done. So all right, John. Any last words for these chicks who want to find you on on uh, Twitter or Tinder or, or uh, 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 Match.com? I mean, I'm always available in the comment section of your photos on Facebook. <laughs> I, I read those. Um, you know, I'm happy to add more friends to my life, but uh, I'm not actively seeking uh, a yeah, new girlfriend. girlfriend. I have a girlfriend, and she just moved out recently, and uh, it's really strengthening our relationship. Also, <laughs> we've, agreed, we've agreed to not talk on the phone at all. <laughs> And that's really helping us. You know what I find is really strengthening of a relationship is if you only write letters. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, strengthens a relationship big time. Really does. You can keep it romantic and you can show your uh, date self. Alyssa doesn't believe either one of you, and honey, don't. This is not how these things work. (laughs) Well, there's definitely a date self, and there's definitely a real self, and there's definitely, you know, the the idea of a Mm -hmm. relationship. That's been destroyed by romantic comedies that women really oh. hold on to. I don't know. Even though Cindy says she hate, doesn't believe in uh, the type of relationships that exist in romantic comedies, all she ever watches is romantic comedies. You know, it's funny because women think porn has has ruined uh, relationships for men, but they you know, but yet they 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 expect everybody to be like Bridget Don't Jones's Diary. No, or, no, no. So, in, in my humble opinion. The romantic comedies are just a nice way to balance out all of the action and the cartoons and the, you know, a little variety. Right, but you still, you, you, you come on, you, you, you would rather be with Hugh Grant right now. You know it. Well, you know. <laughs> Uh, all right, John. Well, thank you for being yeah. on our podcast. Thanks I appreciate for having us. Thanks for letting us crash in your place. And Ace, thanks for taking care of my little baby. Sarah, any parting words? Well, it's been wonderful, and we'll see you next time. We'll hear you next time. We'll listen to you next time. Hope to hear from you on Facebook. On the road. All right, folks. You heard it. That's been On the Road with Dr. Brian King. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.